Hello, my name is Cheryl G, and I would like to welcome you to today's podcast, which is the second installment in a new series entitled Belief, Faith, and Compassion, Keys to Miracles. Last week, we discussed belief and how we as believers need to trust that God is faithful to the promises he speaks into our lives. When we accept Christ as our personal Savior, we are changed and, like Christ, have the DNA of a believer. So when God instructs us to do something, we can step out in faith knowing that God will never forsake us or leave us. This week, instead of beginning a discussion on the second key to miracles, which is faith, I feel led by the Holy Spirit to go into an even deeper explanation of belief. I believe that God wants us to gain a clearer understanding of belief because we are not, if we're not strong in firm in our believing, we will struggle to use our faith to ascertain the miracles that God wants to accomplish in our lives. So let's get started into the second part of this series entitled Belief, Faith, and Compassion, Keys to Miracles. The title of this episode is called Arable Ground. We will be reading today from Matthew 13 verses 3 through 9, but first let us pray. Heavenly Father, Thank you for this word that you have given me to share with your people today. I know that it will strengthen our believing so that we can grow in our knowledge of you and your grace. Lord, replace any unbelief that we may be may have lingering in our hearts. Show us how to be fully persuaded that you are God and that you love us deeply. Heavenly Father, we cast our care and ask that you clear away every distraction so that we may hear what you want to speak into our lives. Lord, use uh, use me as your vessel right now. Only have me speak what is given to me to say by the Holy Spirit. Not my words, Lord, just yours. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. So let's read Matthew 13, 3-9. And he spoke many things unto them in parables, saying, Behold, a sower went forth to sow, and when he sowed, some seeds fell by the wayside, and the fowls came and devoured them up. Some fell upon stony places where they had not much earth, and forthwith they sprung up because they had no deepness of earth. And when the sun was up, they were scorched, and because they had no root, they withered away. Some fell among thorns, and the thorns sprung up and choked them. But others fell into good ground and brought forth fruit, some a hundredfold, some sixtyfold, some thirtyfold. Who hath ears to hear, let him hear. In this text, Jesus speaks a parable to a group of listeners, which includes his disciples concerning how the kingdom of God works. This parable, which is referred to as the parable of the sower, is essential in understanding how believers can get off track in their believing. Jesus explains that when a sower sows a seed, there are four possible grounds that that seed can fall upon. Some seeds fall on the wayside. Some may fall on stony places. Some seeds may fall among thorns and some fall on good ground. As the crowd disperses, Jesus begins to give an in-depth explanation of the parable to his disciples. Jesus explains in Matthew 13, 18 through 23, that the seed is the word and that each type of ground represents a different listener. The first type of listener is one who hears the word on the wayside. This type of listener, when he or she hears the word, does not understand 
what they are hearing, and the evil one or the devil snatches it away. The word used for wayside, hudos, is interesting because it can mean way as in a road you travel on a journey, but it can also mean the way in which a man sees or perceives things or conducts his or her life. While studying the word, I even laughed because the word looks like the hood as a neighborhood. And I felt God say, yes, it could be in a way. Let's say that that person has um, has been living most of their life by a code, or the, like the code of the streets. Or if it's a doctor, he has a certain code of conduct. That will dictate how they conduct themselves in life. It can keep them at times from understanding how the kingdom of God is different. Or if someone was brought up in a staunch religious upbringing like the Pharisees, that religion or the law was in, a, in the way of them not being willing to see that Jesus was the Messiah. And also they struggle with the concept of grace. You also see this occur in countries where religion is interwoven into the culture. And some people in the country may see conversion to Christianity as a threat to cultural traditions. That means that it, Bibles become hard to obtain or illegal in an effort to constrain the gospel from being spread. Hence, the enemy snatches the word from the people. So, in other words, the ways that are found along the wayside may negatively impact a person and keep them from becoming fully persuaded to the true and only way, which is Jesus Christ. The next type of listener is one who receives the word initially with joy, but falls away when persecution and tribulation comes into their life because of the word. Jesus states that this type of listener has no root. They may want to go forward in the things of God, but the cost that comes with the gospel causes offense to spring up. And if they're not rooted or firm in their believing, then they fall away. This is where one has to decide if they're going to live in fear or in faith. When Peter asked Jesus what would be the disciples' reward for leaving all and following him, Jesus responded by stating in Mark 10, 29 through 31, that verily I say unto you, there is no man that have left house or brethren or sisters or father or mother or wife or children or lands for my sake and the gospels, but he shall receive a hundredfold now in this time, houses and brethren and sisters and mothers and children and lands with persecutions and in the world to come, eternal life. So you must have roots because persecution will come along with the blessing because you still live in the world. The third type of listener is one that hears the word among thorns. Jesus calls these thorns the cares of this life and the deceitfulness of riches. These cares can choke the word and cause it to be unfruitful. An example of this would be debt. Lots of debt can leave you feeling as if you're being strangled and literally drowning, which is one meaning of the word choke. This is why Jesus tells us to cast our care on him. Matthew eleven twenty eight through 30. Come unto me all that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me. 
for I am meek and lowly in heart, and you shall find rest unto your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. The final listener is called good ground. The word good does not refer to our being good because of some work we've done. Because then that would leave nothing for grace. This word good means arable, which is an agricultural term that means suitable for crops, plowable, cultivatable, humble. This is a believer that has confessed his sins and entered into the grace of God and said, I am willing to be cultivated, Lord. I cannot do it in my own strength. Then this allows the Lord to plow up the field of his heart so that the seeds of the word can get into the ground and produce fruit. Today, ask yourself, am I arable? Am I willing to let God come in and have his way and submit to his will? Am I willing to allow him to come in and plow up any unbelief, bitterness, unforgiveness, or old way of thinking that I may have in my heart? If you are willing to allow God to do this, then you are arable land. And Jesus said that this type of listener hears the word, understands it, and it beareth fruit and bringeth forth some a hundredfold, some sixty, some thirty. For our prayer today, I would like to pray for those who live in countries who do not have access to Bibles. Pray these words with me. Heavenly Father, I pray for believers who live in countries where they do not have access to a Bible or it may have may not have the complete Bible written in their native language. Strengthen their hearts, Lord. I pray, Lord, that you will send missionaries to these countries and find other ways for people in these nations to hear the good news of Jesus Christ. Lord, thank you for your divine protection that you provide for both the giver and the receiver of these biblical materials. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Thank you for tuning in this week. I would ask you to support and seek out those organizations that provide Bibles and Bible translations to individuals and groups around the world. Tune in next week as we continue this series entitled Belief, Faith, and Compassion, Keys to Miracles. Have a blessed week.